Welcome to Shadow Work is a Bitch podcast, where we step into our authentic self, standing strong in acceptance of our shadow and our light within. I'm Sarah Rose, and I'm your host. I come from a lineage of psychics. I'm a Reiki master teacher, death doula, shadow work expert, and mentor extraordinaire at Diamond No. I've been on this awakening journey for over a decade now. We are going to share laughter, tears, frustration, and joy while we take this unfiltered look through the experiences of healing our core belief systems, of going through inner child work, what it's like to step into self-wholeness, removing our conditioning from the minute that we are conceived up until now, and what it's truly like to change those thought patterns as we step into and find our authentic self, all the while maintaining this 3D existence. So join me as we get real with who the fuck you are. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Shadow Work is a Bitch. I don't know about you, but the last couple of weeks has been like very in your face. October energy is all about uncovering that core belief system. Not even just uncovering it, but looking at it. There is no way around this unless you are deciding to keep it in your subconscious and live in this 3D life. But chances are, if you're listening to this, you are not living there. You are living in other dimensions and other realms. You are experiencing spirits. You are experiencing messages. And this one is all about the shadows behind our beliefs when it comes to spirit. Why not kick off October this way? If you really want to dive into what is October bringing us, what is happening for us in October, check out the monthly forecast with Diamond and I. It was absolutely amazing. We uncovered a lot of this is what is required in order to move forward for our highest timeline. So let's get into it. Oh, okay. So I am going, you are going to learn a little bit more about who I am and what I've experienced growing up. I will talk about my clients in regards to what they experience, family, friends, everything. All who I know experience spirit in some form or another. Spirit isn't just ghosts, but it, it is October, so let's get into that one. But <laughs> it's not just ghosties, okay? We've got guides. We've got higher selves. We've got energy. That is what helps create spirit around us. It is the fragments of what once was, what is, what can be, it is around us. And depending on our vortex is exactly what we're going to pull in. I want to dive into that shadow aspect. And 
really uncover the question I get a lot when it comes to spirit, when it comes to guides, when it comes to symbols. What does it mean? What does it mean for me? And this happened. What do you think this is about, right? And it's not bad to look outside of ourselves for it. But when we can go in and internally reflect what is going on with us, what are we feeling when spirit comes a knock in or our guides or, you know, a number that we're looking at? What does it mean? Now, here is the thing is that we can come from a place of that survival, that fear of that fear of lack of control, the grasping of I don't have now, I need situation. So in order to get into that and what I'm talking about, we need to explore together and learn together what shadow is when it comes to spirit, what it, when it comes to that fear. Because when we think of shadow, we can think of fear in this way. When we are conceived, and then the minute that we enter into this 3D existence out of our mother's womb, we begin to experience fear. We don't have that connection within the womb anymore. Although we experience the energy of fear from our caregiver, from our mother, from everything that your mother is perceiving around her. So we're eating all that energy up. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, it just is. So we're eating this energy up and then we come out and we're detached. We are detached from her, right? And then, then we create that. There is this feeling of fear, even though it's in our subconscious and we don't really understand that this is what's happening, is we have that detachment. So our basic needs, we cannot meet when we come out of the womb. That Those basic needs are required to be met by caregivers by others around us. And we'll experience fear when we are detached, when we are beside ourselves alone somewhere. Depending on how our needs are met during this time, depends on how much fear you begin to experience, the perception of your world, the reactions around you from others around you. That what kind of energetic vortex are you living in? What kind of energetic vortex is the world in? Now, this creates that energy within you, creates the core belief. Somewhere I read, now I can't like pinpoint it. So someone, by all means, comment away. To really understand that you are in fear as a child is not until later on in life. It's not at eight to 12 months. You experience the feeling, but you don't put a label towards it. And to sit here and think about spirits. And when I began this shadow journey, it would be the minute that I was conceived. I was open. I, I'm a medium. I see spirit. I feel spirit. I hear spirit. I'm all of the clairs. And I remember probably from the age of two being in fear of shadow. 
I think of it as being fearful of what's in the dark closet before you open it. I wouldn't be that kid that would go hide and seek and put myself within the closet. And here is why. Like I said, I have the Claris. So I heard it all. I heard all of shadow. I saw all of shadow. I knew what lurked in the shadow and it created fear within me. I responded that way. Not only if you are open to this and unknowing of shadow, unknowing what shadow is, but feeling that vortex and feeling that energy around you, experiencing what you experience, maybe from, you know, your parents yelling, caregivers yelling, from, you know, siblings arguing, you arguing with siblings, cousins, family, relatives, school, you experience all this chaos around you. And it creates and magnifies that energy within you if you have that seed of fear already instilled within you. So that is how I came to know spirit was actually through shadow, which I like now I fucking love because I understand why I was meant to experience that, what it created for me, what I am what I have mastered and what I am continuing to master, which is shadow. So, yep, two or three years old, hearing, seeing, feeling, knowing, all of it, all of shadow. What is under the bed? Hearing the whispers at night. Um, seeing the person across my peripheral version, vision, version, <laughs> coming, you know, coming past. Hearing the ticking on the wall, hearing the knocking, hearing the little whispers. It's very Halloween-y. So this, my, like, I would recommend headphones, not being around people when we have this conversation, unless they are very open to spirit and understand what I'm talking about. And it wasn't even just in the shadow areas of a house. It was in the shadow of a forest. Even up until the age of 31, going into the forest without light and going into those, like, dark little places created a fear within me. It triggered something within me. So when you're eight to 12 months old, when you're, you know, in between that conception to age nine, ask yourself, what fears did you experience? What triggered that within you to create that within your vortex? Remember when I talked about a couple of minutes ago that what our core beliefs are with the five stages of creation that creates your vortex. So if you have that deep-seated core belief around fear and shadow and being afraid to see, to see I want to say just to see shadow, being afraid to feel that vortex of anger, of resentment, of jealousy, of insecurity, of lack of control. These are all shadow aspects of us, of acceptance from another, of feeling love outside of ourselves, of not feeling we are enough to have love, that there isn't love, there isn't enough love within this world, within our caregivers to give back to us, to for us to receive then we have that core belief system that is going to magnify that fear and create that shadow around us. 
here's what I see when it comes to shadow and spirit and messages. So I don't know if you ever watched Sleepy Hollow, but this Johnny Depp is like, oh. anyways. <laughs> so in Sleepy Hollow, and this like this imprints into my brain all the time. In Sleepy Hollow, there it's the headless horseman, okay? And there are two twin girls. I'm not gonna like ruin the story for you or the movie. You should probably watch it. It it's a good autumn movie, but it's a of fear into it we won't even go into that right now we'll go there anyways stay on track Sarah Rose so there is one of the little girls that are in the forest and they're supposed to be like they're trying to be really quiet two two sisters and one of them is holding a stick and she cracks it but it's like dark and loomy and scary and she cracks the stick instead of being silent so ah, uh, like here comes the headless horseman right ready to like revenge whatever he's revenging in regards to children so that is that that cracking that is that fear that instigate that like instigates that fear that instigates that core belief system to come up and magnifies within your vortex so what i'm trying to say to you is when we have a fear of spirit the unknown i want to look at I want you to look at your core belief system. Where within you is there a lack of control? Where within you was it that you had, you could not control the events that would happen next? You had this unknown and the unknown always came with a consequence. The unknown came with like breaking that root system within you that stability, that safety, where within your core belief system do you need to heal that safety? So I saw, I knew all of it at a young age, but I had no idea that that was fear. And now I'm getting the understanding is that even though I saw spirit, I was actually... <laughs> I was traumatized when it came to taxidermy. I am not kidding you. It's, it's not just looking at the bear or the lion or whatever is taxidermied on the wall or, you know, full, full fledged freaking animal taxidermy. It is the energy from that, from how they got to where they are and that fear within them that kickstarts and actually comes into my auric field. Now I'm understanding that magnetic field. That is why I, I, that fear gets triggered within me. So where in your life do you feel fear when it comes to spirit? What kicks you into survivor thrive, fight, fate, freeze? And there's another one. Anyways, that is our shadow aspect. And that is what creates the shadow around us. I just blanked out, but moving on. So that's what creates the shadow around us. When we begin this journey, when we actually become conscious of being on this journey, so remember the awake and the not awake, when we bring our subconscious 
to our conscious and recognize this is what we need to heal, we're unraveling all of that fear. We're unraveling all of that shadow. Now, I want you to sit there and think, when I've started this, or even now, do I create that magnetic field around me? What am I bringing up spirit-wise? Am I finding that I'm bringing up more shadow where, you know, I, I have to have like selenite near my bed. I I sleep with the like, you know, the nightlight on. I have to check all, all the locks before I go to bed. Where within yourself do you come from that I need to keep myself safe and survive mentality? Because I will guarantee you, if you still have that root system there, that shadow aspect will come. And like I said, it took 30, 31, 32 years for me to really recognize, oh my goodness, now I understand I have mastered a part of shadow. When I started diving into my core belief systems, I recognized one day while I was walking through the forest, while I was walking through my house at night, that it didn't matter if the lights were on anymore. I was safe within myself. I created a different core belief system. I changed the game for myself. I changed my neurological patterns. And when that comes, there's almost like, you know, when you create the same cycles over and patterns over and over and over, like you're in this big ass forest going around the same fucking track over and over and over. And you're like, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. When you begin to shift that neurological pattern, when you begin to shift that perception of your life and heal that root system and take out those seeds that no longer need to be there, little pieces of those old energy vortexes will come forward. And this isn't like a lesson situation, but you will call them lessons. What I see is what 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 once was and they come slowly just around you just to check it out and when you come from a place of i've healed this i'm safe you look at it more as a wonderment of oh or even curiosity i wonder why you're showing and you no longer come from fear so i'm walking back into this forest and I realized after walking that <laughs> I had walked the entire forest floor barefoot, by the way, because I love barefoot walking, forest bathing. Oh, my jam. And I got back in my car and that's when I realized I had walked the entire part of that eerie forest that I used to like hightail it out of calmly I saw it differently I actually saw light coming through the shadow and that is one of the most beautiful metaphors in understanding of shadow and what it's like to heal that aspect so that is what I believe when it comes to shadow that is my knowing and my understanding of shadow and how that reflects within our world I'm I'm mystical I I'm witchy. I am. I, oh, I love my witchy self. I will still use selenite. It's a cleansing aspect. I will still use salt in my salt baths or in my baths, salt baths to cleanse my body. I will cleanse my body in different ways. 
I will use salt around my house, the outside perimeter and the inside, because that is a part of me and my belief system. Do I feel that I wouldn't be protected if I didn't have that? No. Now standing in my knowing and my safety in the core belief system that I've healed and that I help my clients move through because I know some of them, even ones that are listening, you had that fear of the unknown. You had that fear of the dark. You had that fear of shadow, of shadow spirits. And it switched for you. If you have not recognized it yet, it has switched for you where you have become comfortable with self. You have become safe with self. Therefore, you're not in, you're not living in this vortex of, of that fear, that energetic vibration. You have shifted it. I love doing the salt stuff. I know what crystals to use for protection that help amplify that safe energy. But I already know within myself that I am safe. See what I mean? There is a difference. So before we get into the light aspect of spirit, I want to dive into our core belief systems when it comes to messages from spirit, from the universe, from Mother Gaia, from higher cells, from divine light elementals, from divine light fey world, all of the things, our ascended guides. I'm just going to take a little drink here. Channeling while conversing with my own experiences, my clients, it's like, it's crazy. Ooh, it gets me so thirsty. So there is a difference. How to know we are coming from a place of fear and survive, and then coming from a place of thrive when we're receiving messages, when we're receiving symbols. Let me give you an example, a couple examples. I see, I'm going to give you a personal example, actually. Okay. I'm breathing because this one's, this one's a big one for me. I have an uncle who passed away. He ended his life a couple of years ago. And he, he chose to end his life a couple of years ago. And I remember the song that came on at his funeral. And that was the first time I really, truly cried for, for everybody. Now that I think of it, I was crying for myself and grieving this beautiful uncle. Just, <laughs> he lit up the room with his smile and he had such a beautiful heart. And he loved his children. He loved his wife. He loved his brothers. He just had this charismatic way about him. And he had this like baby face that, you know, he was the pretty one out of all three kind of situation. And his, they played his song. He loves Phil Collins. And I'm not as far as I'm going with what the song was from or what, who sang the song anyways. And I remember just unleashing like a hurricane from my eyeballs. And I hadn't cried that much since I was in grade 11 or 12 when my no-no slash grandpa passed away. 
and it was a couple years later I had moved in with my partner and I started my I started more of a my subconscious journey became conscious and I started understanding myself more and understanding my gifts more um I would go out at least four times a week and spend an hour in nature connecting to mother Gaia started seeing the trees would tell me messages I would see messages in my in trees I would see messages in the clouds through animals around me I was I was in I was in fucking awe of the connection I had with Mother Gaia. So all of a sudden, I would finish my walk and I would get in my car and I would turn it on and his song would come on. And immediately I would get these chills and this worry and this anxiety because of how he had passed. And because he did pass, it was, this This is classic, my clients do it. I used to do it. I know my loved ones do this. Oh my God, what does this mean? What's going to happen? I don't know what's going on here. Like, does this mean this is happening? Does this mean my partner's doing this? Does this mean like something really bad's going to happen? Why? Because we are coming from a place of fear and the understanding that there was a belief system within me that if someone had passed tragically like that, whether it was from their choosing or a car accident, when you come from this place of you're living in anxiety already, you're living in this survive mentality and living every single day with, I just need to meet my needs or overcompensating in all of those areas where you're just worn out and you're exhausted. It means that your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual body, our four bodies, are not aligned. Our core belief system is fragile. So we come from a place of survive and we fear the unknown. We don't, we're not in surrender and we're not in flow with co-creation, with the universe, with Mother Gaia. So we look at symbols and we look at connection to spirit as holy poopers, what's happening next kind of situation. So every day I would get in that car and that song would play every day. And I would, I would, oh my God, I would cry. I would cry, but I didn't. And I remember reaching out to everybody that would listen and go, okay, tell me why, tell me why I'm hearing this. Like what's going on? What am I being surprised with kind of situation? And then something flipped and it switched to listening to that song and just knowing that he was beside me, knowing I was supported, knowing I was loved. I changed the frequency. I changed that magnetic field within me. And it's not just from him and his energetic makeup. And by the way, 
I don't know how this happened. And it didn't happen every single day at the same time, but sometimes it would happen at the same time. And then it came to the point that it wasn't just in the car. It would just start playing on my music on my app when I was on shuffle on all my like songs. It would play when somebody else put on their music. They decide to play that. Or we would be in a bar or we would be in a restaurant and I would hear it. And now there's been so many damn versions of the song. And I just, I love it. I love that song. Actually, my partner and I, he's helped me tremendously without him even understanding that he was doing it or knowing consciously that he was doing it. But there's this point and momentum in the song that we just act ridiculous when we hear it now. And it reminds us of a movie. And I'm probably giving away the song completely now. Anyways, and it switched that mentality. But here's another example. And I love my clients. I, I love all my clients. They're like, they light up my world I light my own world up. My kids light up my world. My partner lights up my world. My best friends, my family. I'm understanding differently now and I'm seeing the world so differently and it is so fucking beautiful. But when we're working on flipping our neurological pattern, signs and synchronicities, numbers, are a reflection of, in the outcome, our reality of what we're working on inside and what's still within that magnetic field, what's in that root system. So say you're like, go, 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 okay? And you're working on healing and still things are, you know, triggering you. And what I mean by that is like, it's being brought up to the surface and you're, you're feeling chaos around you or you're feeling frustrated in some areas, you're really pushing and hitting a wall, okay? And a fly, a fly starts flying around you and all of a sudden you're like, flies never come into my house. And like, it is buzzing around you, like, you know, like flies do. And then all of a sudden it's like, what the hell? Like, what's going on? What What is it? Like, why is this happening, right? Because... <laughs> Spirit can show up in so many ways, especially with like animals and insects. And, you know, Dimas talked about that too, with like communication with insects. So, you know, what is this? Right? Like, why doesn't this fly go away? Why? What does this fly mean? Like, what, what am I supposed to know? And like, you're going to sleep and it's buzzing. Like you can hear it on the window or it's like landing on your face when you're trying to meditate and you're like, hitting yourself in the face kind of situation and you're getting right pissed, okay? This is showing you where your fuse has been lowered. This is showing you your impatience. It's not like, oh my God, what does that mean? Like, why is it irritating me? Okay, love it. If it's irritating you, where in your life do you feel irritated? Where in your life do you feel this lack of control? Because you can't control that fucking fly. So where in your life do you feel that lack of control? When you see a bunny, how does the bunny feel for you? When you see the bunny, what is it doing? Is it calm or is it scattered and running away? And you're going to be like, well, bunnies do that. I'm going to guarantee you that bunnies do not do that because I have personal experience of seeing 
almost the same bunny, which I think it was, but probably not, um, in the same area that I would walk in. Now, not every day, but every so often it would come. And it went from like skirting across to all of us all of a sudden standing there on the trail eating grass. And I got so close to that damn bunny. I got about like literally my foot, which is like a size eight and a half, nine, because that's how I want you to understand how close I was to this little floppy thing and little rabbit foo-foo. Oh my God. I won't call it little rabbit foo-foo because I remember that, that rhyme thing. Anyways, um, I got that close to that bunny. And if it wasn't for my partner who came up running behind me because he was on a run and I was doing a walk, I think I would have got real close, like even closer to that bunny. But I was calm. I was more centered with myself. I was more open. So see the difference between the fly and the song, the difference with the, with the bunny, the difference with a hummingbird that flies up right beside you and just flutters, just looks at you. The, the way that the trees connect with you while you walk towards it. If your energy is calm and open and understanding the flow and co-creation of the universe, their energetic field is connected to yours and they will come towards you. Put your hand out underneath a leaf and say, I'm open to receiving your energy. I'm open to touching you and watch as the leaves of, of the branch just slowly starts to magnetically join to your hand to the point that the actual leaf is rubbing against your hand. So what I'm trying to get at is where are you coming from when you hear messages? When you hear messages, you see spirits. Where are you in your core belief system, in your journey? If you are to see shadow, even when you have healed self, where are you coming from? Are you coming from curiosity? And I see you. I still think you're beautiful, actually. But I'm in my own energetic field, baby. And you can't come this way. You don't harm me anymore. You don't scare me. Because I've seen myself. I have seen all of myself. And I still love the fuck out of myself. So are you coming from this? oh my goodness, what does this mean? This lack of control. Sometimes we even see visions. We see visions of what could be. But where are we coming from that? Where, where is that fear within ourselves? What are we experiencing in our daily life that's feeling unstable? And it doesn't mean that your visions aren't true because they are a reflection of something. Whether they become your 3D reality or not, they are still a part of you. Maybe you meditate and you see colors or you see guides, but they haven't spoken to you yet. It's okay. It is what it is. The more that you come at it from a place of curiosity and acceptance for what is being shown to you in this moment. And if it's a fear-based thing, if it elicits that, if it elicits tears and fears and lack of control where within your life are you feeling that way maybe it's a relative 
a child that you see a vision of and something not so nice, it jars you. So you've become full of love. You're understanding parts of you that feel unsafe. And this person shows you unconditional love all of the time. So is it a fear that you will lose that unconditional love? Is it a fear that you have opened your heart so much? You have uncapped it and you fear the loss of that person. So then it creates that vision. Like I said, it doesn't mean that the vision won't come true. It doesn't mean that you're not, you know, <laughs> psychic. You are, you have these amazing gifts. The fact that you're even seeing a different parallel universe at the same time, you're, you're tapping into something that's going to show you. Look through the actual vision to the message. Same with your dreams. When spirit shows up in your dreams or your, you know, you dream of, God, goodness, I dreamt of uh, not a hurricane, it was a tsunami. I, I dreamt that I was on this beach and I had my family with me. My two sisters, my mom and my dad. And this was before I left my, my ex at the time. And this fucking tidal wave came through and I was running, but I was running so fast. They didn't catch up. Okay. And they were swallowed. So it was the fear of loss. It was the fear of making a decision that would ripple effect within my family. Their actions rippling effect. And maybe it was foreshadowing because there is an estrangement there for me now. So you're learning a little bit more about me today. Um, was that it? Was there that? Was it foreshadowing? But if I look at it that way, then I'm driving myself batshit crazy. So we don't want to look at it that way. We want to look at what was the fear? What was happening around that time? Your dreams are showing you something. Your visions are showing you something. It's happening for you. So why is it happening for you? And dig deeper. Just make sure that I, I went through all of it. When you're seeing spirit, when you're seeing those messages, I see license plates. So just so you know, all of you beautiful clients that I have, I have had the immense pleasure working with or are working with now, all your names have appeared on license plates. License plates are my thing. I see messages. I knew where I was moving because I saw it on my license plate. I knew I was going to see a house specifically somewhere else that would lead me to here because I saw it on my license plate. However, at the time I saw that on my license plate, I thought the town that I saw on, my, on the license plate was the town I would move into, but it was another license plate that I moved into. But it was the fact that I went to that town and then at the same day went to the other town and found this place. So where where is spirit guiding you and showing you? Sometimes it is just what it is. Sometimes that angel number is just what it is. And it's a confirmation that you are on the right path. Thank you. I love you. I require more. Thank you. I love you. I require more. Understand, see the difference between what does this mean? What's going to happen? This doesn't feel good to thank you. I love you.
you're switching that neurological pattern from survive to thrive. And I think that's all I have for you today. So is shadow freaky? Absolutely. Um, I have not only seen shadow, like as in like silhouettes, I have seen, I've seen the things that would terrify you. What I thought were dreams were actually me experiencing it. What <laughs> I thought were visions while showering or in a bath were actual energetic shadows of fear that I had to go through that were spirit. And they happened for me to make me, to help me become stronger, to open the gifts, to share with the world, to share my wisdom, to help others understand that once they stand in the innate power of themselves and understand their electric magnetic field fully awakened and ascend will actually do that for you diamond in the excellent program a fabulous program you begin to shift the understanding if you you know stop watching the horror movies unless you can understand the difference because they will create that fear within you Okay, that's, that's all I'm going to say on that is that like, it is not meant for you to feel good about what you're seeing or what you could possibly experience. Um, I'm just thinking about a client that used to be something in, in her bathroom that just wasn't and shutting it out. Okay, we shut out, we shut out those gifts because of the fear and the trauma we experience with them. But if we were to look at our life and look at that experience of what area of my life is that shadow, is that energetic field that feels lower in vibration, that creates that fear, that light switch, that's like, holy crap, Ola, what is it showing me? Where do I need where do I require healing at this time? Yeah. So I do hope with the intent of this one that it creates a lesser fearful experience of spirit, that it creates your ability. It helps you propel you into being open to your gifts from a thriving mindset of curiosity. And training and teaching our inner child that it is safe to be curious. It is safe to look at shadow and not fear it. When we're young and we experience what we experience with our caregivers, with relatives, with teachers, with institutions, and it creates experience of lower vibration. It creates experience of fear and resentment and the desire for acceptance outside of ourselves that we lose ourselves. We're teaching our inner child that it is safe to see that shadow because that's what we have been open to seeing as children is shadow. But we're also very open to seeing the light, but the shadow can lurk and it can 
it will overtake, but it can never put out that light. And that's what I love about doing divine alignment. Those that 12 weeks is helping you make that light a lot bigger to the point that the shadow is no longer scary and the light is so beautiful that it creates beauty within the shadow because shadow is your magic. Gifts of shadow. <laughs> Anyways, I love you all. Please feel free to leave questions, email at reach out at diamondno.com. If you have any topics you want me to dive into when it comes to shadow work, have any questions about this one, and I can do an episode just all on the questions. Let me know in the comments, what is resonating for you? I absolutely love hearing from all of you. It is, it just, it warms my heart so darn much. It is amazing. So my love to your love. I will see you next time.